Welcome to Dream, Declare, Deliver with Chris Carell and Candace Sogren. Join us each week as we explore how to live a life by design and turn inspiration into realization. Hello and welcome to Dream, Declare, Deliver. My name is Chris Garell and I'm here with Candace Sogren, my buddy, uh, partner, uh, and, and co-author of Typhoon Honey, The Only Way Out is Through. Um, we've been talking a lot about the whole process of Dream, Declare, Deliver, and we've talked in the past sessions about dreaming. We want to take on the declaration part today, and um, and, and it's really one of the most curious and fascinating parts of, of life um, by design and, and living life in, in reality that, that I can think of. Um, it really is an art of, of preparing yourself to receive what it is that you're actually declaring for yourself. Um, and, and there's so many parts of it that we can unpack, and we're going to try to do that in a pretty condensed form today. So where do you think we should start? I mean, I think, I think, you know, when we, when the two of us were together last, we were talking about dreaming and dreaming Mm. is so fun. If you can actually get to a point where you give yourself permission to dream, um, whether it's taking yourself through a perfect day meditation or, or, um, going for a nice walk in nature, um, and just deciding like, I, I can, I can create anything from this, from this blank canvas. There's so, Mm. there's so much power in dreaming, but often I, I look at dreaming as like a menu that's got just a million things on it. Um, and so, so how do you pick your meal? When you have a, mi- a menu with a million tasty items on it, you do that through declaring. And declaring is actually saying, this is what I want. Of all the menu that's available to me, all the possibilities that are out there, this is the path I want to take. This is what I want to do next. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think, you know, the, the, the first thing I'll say is dreams by themselves are just nice ideas. You know, like, like you can have lots of dreams. I was, I was just with some friends this morning who have, they do nothing but dream. They're, they're dreamers and, and I love them. I love them dearly, but they still don't know, have enough money to pay their mortgage. Mm. Their car is broken down and they can't get it out of the shop. And, and so, so like the dreamers in life, if they don't learn the art of declaration, won't actually see anything come to fruition. And so wow. today we're, we're going to start talking about like the practice of making things reality. Right. I, th- I think that you said something important, Chris, and, and I think this is maybe the first thread for us to pull on is preparing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you said like the like declaration is preparing yourself to to take on whatever's next. I would say you want to make sure you prepare yourself to declare. <laughs> so like, right. like, like, you know, I, I've been dreaming about a million things, a trip to Australia, you know, a summer in California, um, adoption. Like I've been dreaming about a, a million different things, a million different paths that, mm-hmm. that Andrew and I could take. And we, we are just to the point now of making a declaration. We just made one and, and now we're like, oh crap. <laughs> um, are we ready? Are we really ready to take this path? Right. So how do you prepare yourself to declare? Like, how do you make sure you're ready to declare? Because I'll say the universe is, you know, you're going to, if you continue to spend time with Chris and, and, and me on the, the show, um, if you continue to, to take this work on reading the book and, and taking on these courses you're going to start getting really close with the universe. And when you declare the universe is going to deliver. And, um, and so Chris, how do you prepare yourself to make sure like, this is actually the path I want to take. This is the, the declaration I want to make. Well, that's really, I mean, there, there are so many parts of it. You know, I, I always look at, at declaration. You were talking about, there's so many different paths that, you know, the menu that, that you have in front of you. Um, 
And, you know, I can see myself in each one of those things. So many people that we work with, um, you know, get to a, a life choice point and they, they see only the one path that's the, the, the direct uh, extension of the line that they've been traveling. Um, they don't see each, each point in time as, as a choice point. The, the part about preparation is I actually have to see myself in that future vision. You know, and, 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 you know, for me, it's like trying on a, a suit coat, you know, go to the store. I know I'm a 44 long, but, you know, some aren't cut right because I have a very athletic cut, you know, and so they, you know, they're too square and some are too tight because they're too athletic and I still have a little bit of an old man tummy. <laughs> so, so I have to try on all of the different makers to find their one that's right for me. It's the same way with, you know, preparing to declare. I actually have to try on some of those futures, like really mentally try them on and say, can I see myself doing that? Like, like you and Andrew talking about adoption, you know, it's a neat concept. It's a loving concept. It's a wonderful thing to talk about. But, you know, then you sit down and and you hold hands and you go like, oh my gosh, can we actually see ourselves with you know another child and, and and another one after that or whatever can we see something like that now that's only half of it because <laughs> the other half you also mentioned and that is we uh, you know we think and work in in tune with the entire universe with 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 everything around us with the forces um of nature whatever you want to call them um the things that are around us, we call them abundant. And, and so when we prepare ourselves, when I prepare myself to look at a future vision, I have a very small mind (laughs) compared to the universe's consciousness. And I might create a small version of that, but when the universe responds to my declaration, watch out because sometimes you get what you ask for. So before we get to the universe responding, because I think that's that's the next thread for us to pull on, um, right. one of the things that I do to prepare, and this is something that um, a coach of mine, Laura Hackle, um, uh, taught me about mm-hmm. a year or two ago, and she taught me the power of having energetic conversations. And having an energetic conversation essentially means, like you said, trying on the suit before you actually buy it. So so essentially, um, like if you're, you know, if you're like, okay, should I, should I get divorced or stay married? <laughs> you know, like that, that, that might be one. Should I quit my job or, or stay in it or look for another job? Um, should, should we move to another town? Like, you know, if you're thinking about different paths that you can mm-hmm. take, um, having an energetic conversation. So like I, I literally, she said, pick up the phone and hold that your hand to your, to your ear and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have a conversation with the person who I'm going to do this with. So like with Andrew, so Andrew, mm-hmm. we're going to move to California. <laughs> and you talk through all the things that you think will come up in that conversation, all of his, um, all of his uh, uh, objections, all of the fears that come up for me. You have the whole conversation, then you say click, and what that does is it is it prepares me to have mm-hmm. that potential path available to me. It also prepares him <laughs> energetically to to be open to that conversation. Right. The reason I say this is that. Um, you know, I was, I was, do, I've been doing this a lot, uh, lately with, um, with the, the question of adoption, Andrew and I started this path. We declared, um, that we wanted to have another child. Um, we actually had a second child that only survived 
for four days. And, and we were like, this is something we really want for our family. So much so that we went down the path of adoption. We found an agency. We went through a whole home study. Like we were, we were approved in September. Mm. And it was that moment that we were like, okay, like that whole thing was like an energetic conversation. You know, it was mm-hmm. like practicing mm-hmm. or like, okay, is this something we really want? And every time the social worker would say, is this something you still want? Are you is ready? You still want? Right. Is this something you still want? Um, so, so, so it's a, it's a, it's a way to pick up the phone and like actually yeah. check in with yourself. Is this still something I want? And I, I would invite you to check in with yourself often as you're yeah. going through the declaration process to make sure um, that that's the path you want to take. Sarah and I did a very similar sort of thing when we first got married. Um, we, you know, hadn't really talked about children. You know, we were both grown adults. I had been married before and had two, uh, two daughters. And, um, and, and so we, we were just toying with, you know, well, should we have kids or not? And so what we decided to do was tell everybody we're thinking of having a child. Um, and, and for a month, just wear that suit (laughs) for a month, just go around and be in the conversation with everybody as if we were going to um, have a child. The funny thing is we decided at the end of the month, nah, we don't, you know, I got my two kids, you know, we're both professionals, you know, we're fine. Um, And so we decided not to have a child in the very next month. She was pregnant. (laughs) And so, so I I think that's that's grown up now. (laughs) That's what you were talking about. Is okay. So be prepared because Mm -hmm. when you declare, when you make a declaration, you're going to see your what what you asked for coming at you potentially at 100 miles an hour um, and potentially in a much different form than you were expecting. Yeah. And and one of the things that that's coming up for me is is understanding the difference between declaring and controlling. Ooh, I'm a yeah. I'm a controlling person by nature. Um I you know I Yeah, I'm I join that bandwagon too. <laughs> yeah, I get stuff done, man. And and like, like people can count on me. They like, "Oh, we know Candace will get it done." That's because I'm very controlling. I I tend to want to control the beginning, the middle and the end mm-hmm. of every story. And unfortunately, declaration doesn't work that way. Right. Um, and, and, you know, you can declare and then you, you gotta, you gotta hold on tight because it's not going to look the way that you want it to look necessarily. Now it, it will get, be exactly what you asked for. Um, but it may not look the way you wanted it to look. Yeah. And I think that's the part we get to let go of, um, is not so much. Well, it, it might be the control issue, but it's the conceptualization. You know, the way I think of it is I'm, I'm just a small you know, peanut. I'm just a, a, you know, like I have a mental capacity as a human being, you know, the, the universe has a much greater capacity. And so it's ability to, if I can anthropomorphize the universe or, you know, or God or whatever we want to call it, but, but that force has the ability to provide in ways that I never even conceptualized. Um, but it's the pro- providing kind of the answer uh, to my declaration, you know, the, the corresponding part of my declaration. Um, and, and, uh, you know, what, what we're talking about in terms of being prepared is part of the preparation is, you know, getting your mindset in that energetic conversation, that, that, that phone call to the future or whatever, um, or, or, you know, wearing it around for a, a month and, and trying it out. But part of it is be prepared also to let go of how how I think it should be and just know that having made the declaration, I now can receive what's coming at me and I, I my eyes are open. Um, 
And I think part of part of making the actual making the declaration um, opens us up to see more options and see more things coming at us than we normally would if we're sitting in our regular straight line trajectory from the past to the future. Yeah, two things are coming up for me as you're saying that. The first of those is is how how Andrew and I met. So, you know, we met at this retreat called Intimacy Fest, which is just by its name Woo-hoo. interesting and a little bit <laughs> a little bit creepy. Um, but, you know, and, and and I remember like we were, you know, at at this kind of workshop and I journaled before I met him, how is this so easy for everyone else to be fully expressed and fully themselves and still embraced by another person? And Andrew said that he went into the retreat saying, I want to be shaken up. I was living my life as a balled up fist and I wanted to be shaken up. And then boom, you know, like mm-hmm. we meet and um, he got shaken up and I met someone who embraced me for my full expression. And what Andrew's to this day, eight years later, he'll say, I was the dog that caught the car. Like <laughs> I was like, oh crap, I wanted to be shaken up. And now I've got a whole life of being shaken up. <laughs> and um, and he said, I had to. Like, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't think I was ready for that, you know, cause I, I said I wanted this and then when I got it, um, I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's one story that came up for me. What, anything else that came up for you? And then I'll go into my second. Oh, I, I think it's almost identical, you know, in, in terms of, um, you know, I had had, um, marriage before and, and, um, you know, I was, I was the caretaker and I just, it, it didn't. Uh, it, it didn't, it wasn't fulfilling and it, and it drained me and, uh, you know, like to the point where people didn't recognize me. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, so having gotten divorced and, you know, kind of meditating on what I wanted for the future, I, I said, I need, I want an equal. I want somebody who's as strong, as powerful, as outgoing as me. I need to, I need to be met on the playing field as, you know, one to one, um, not pulling somebody along with me and, uh, how gets smacked in the face with, with, um, this, this powerful woman, a New York, you know, New York city kid who, you know, cut her teeth on, you know, uh, as, as a production manager in the, in the uh, fashion industry, in the newspaper industry of the fashion industry, which is like probably the toughest dog eat dog world. So talk about, you know, real powerful person. Um, you know, and I, boy, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. This is kind of the lesson. What's, what's the other story you were thinking of? So, so this is one that involves both of us and, and, um, it's relevant right now to us. And, and this is why we wanted to, to bring this topic up. Um, we find ourselves in a really uncomfortable situation right now. We won't speak to the details, but, um, but you know, uh, it, it, it's a really tough situation that involves some children who need support. And um, Chris and I have been inextricably um, tied together through this experience. And, um, and, you know, I, I'm finding myself right now in a moment where I could potentially be adopting several children out of a very impossible situation. And, uh, it's really scary. And Andrew and I have had conversations about it every single day for the past month. And then, you know, as we're having conversations with our attorney and others, like, we just were approved by a home study in September for an adoption and like, We've been preparing our home for multiple children, you know, like, um, like it, 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 it's one of those things that it's not, I would never in a million years ask for what is happening 
exactly as it's happening in our lives right now. Um, yet we made a declaration in September mm-hmm. and, you know, and, the, and I, and I do sincerely feel like this is a much bigger situation than I can control. I can't control this one. No. Um, and so I'm feeling the power of declaration right now. Um, and, and I'm working through how to prepare myself, um, to, to, to be ready for whatever the universe, you know, returns in response. Yeah. You know, the, the, other side of that same story is, and and I, I have to laugh about this part, um, is the week before that incident happened, I released the manuscript to my next book called Learning to Feel. And it's a journey of self-discovery of how, you know, as a psychologist and as adult male and things like that, I had learned to suppress a lot of my own emotions. So how do I get that released how do i take off those things that that stop me from feeling and really deeply experience the experience of emotions and and so it you know writing it took me there and then kapow right on the heels of that i have all the opportunity that i can handle to to feel emotions that i've never even had words for before um, and, and part of, you know, learning to feel is being able to name your emotions and, 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 and then embrace them. So, so it's, it's just so interesting that, you know, my declaration of I'm now a feeling person. I'm not just a, you know, a head strapped on a body. Um, but I'm actually a whole integrated person that, that lives and feels through life, um, appropriately and, and can respond to other people. Um, and you know, I, I got it in spades. So, um, you know, Interesting, Chris, because you're, you're an author. And so, so it, it's, it, you were telling me before that it's, it's funny how you write a book and then you watch it happen in your life. Um, you live it. <laughs> it's a little uh, scary. <laughs> well, and, and, and having written a book with you now, like I remember as we were writing it, we were living it at, you know, as we were writing it, we were in the mm-hmm. middle of COVID you were fighting cancer. I had a death of a child. Like all of this was happening while we were writing the book. Yeah. And so the power of the only way out is through. Um, but then the moment we kick up this podcast, we're we're handed probably one of the most difficult situations I've ever experienced in my adult yeah, me life. Too. Yeah. Um, and and you know, and and I we could both bury our heads or turn our backs, and no one would even know. But or think anything worse of us for doing judge that. us for it. Yeah, right. Right, or judge us. And instead, know, like... we're holding hands <laughs> and we're walking right into the storm. And I think if you're listening to this, uh, this may feel a little uh, um, uh, uh, nebulous. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, it, um, but what I would say is, whatever, like, be 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 certain on what you're declaring. Like, what is it that you want? What do you want? Mm-hmm. What do you want? What do you want? Get clear on what you want. Yeah. And. Then recognize as soon as you declare it, a couple things are going to happen. Like we talked about considerations with dreaming. You know, the considerations of dreaming is you don't have the right to dream. You can't dream. How dare you? (laughs) Those are the considerations there. But when you get to declaring, when you declare something, I will be the chief revenue officer of my company. That was a declaration I made on January 1st. Or, um, you know, or we will adopt whatever that might be. Considerations pop up again. Yeah. Considerations are always happening. And it may be that my mother-in-law was not supportive and told me you're selfish. That that came up. That was a consideration. You're too selfish to have another child. It also may be that I tell myself I'm too selfish. 
to have another child. Um, and so what you're saying is considerations can either be inside you or outside you. Cause a lot of times when you make a declaration, people around you, your support group say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Nice idea, Chris, but you know, back off, you know, that's not, that's not going to happen in your lifetime. Or, you know, you have the same internal dialogue that says, you know, um, you're just being selfish, you, you know, like that's not reality or, you know, one of the, one of the little tapes in my head is that's not reality. Um, and so, you know, those considerations hit us from both sides. And so we have yeah, to prepare, I, I guess, for that too. Yeah. And I think too, the way, you know, if it was a declaration or just a nice idea, um, is it will keep coming back up again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if you truly declared with intention, this is something I want in my life, it will keep presenting itself over and over and over again until, until you take it. Um, Mm -hmm. and and so, so like, this is, this is something that like, for instance, that this, this family option for us, like it's something that continues to present itself in very strange ways. Like the, the moment that we went live with our adoption, we got a phone call from our, our social worker and she said, you know, there's a person named Candace who um, is about to have a child. What are the odds, right? right. Um, <laughs> he's addicted to meth and um, and like the child will likely be addicted as well. And Andrew and I said, oh God, like, what do we do? You know, and, and we were faced with it immediately. Like as yeah. soon as we declared, yeah. ultimately that didn't end up working out because of the mom, but still it was like, okay. And then I said, okay, well, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to do this. I want like, I want to back up. Yeah. And then another opportunity came forward and then another one and then another one. And so, so it's like the universe is telling me, Candace, you declared this, you declared this with intention. You've declared this when you were very clear in your heart of what you wanted for your life. Mm-hmm. You, oh, I'm going to deliver. Um, yeah. Be ready. yeah. And, and, and what's occurring to me as we're having this conversation is it may sound as you're listening to us, it may sound pretty extravagant and, and, and heavy duty. Um, and, and it's not always that way. Sometimes, you know, you ask, you declare something and, and, you know, a trophy is handed to you on a silver platter. Um, and it, it can be just as delightful as, as it is, um, as it can be scary in terms of, of the intensity or the, 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 the magnitude of the response that, that shows up in front of you or keeps presenting itself to you, you know, and it's almost like, you know, universe or the powers that be, you know, will keep presenting it in ways that in different ways until you accept what you said you're going to do and what you declared. Um, there, there is, I know I've mentioned Malcolm Gladwell a few times, but like mm-hmm. uh, he, he talks about stacking and stacking is essentially like you create a lesson for yourself over and over and over again until you learn it. <laughs> until you learn uh, it, right. Yeah. And and so I, I guess what we, we would recommend today, if you're listening, is to start small. So mm-hmm. so just think about something that like that's something that you would that you want to create that you will create for yourself today. Yeah. And instead of saying, I wish, say I will. That's it. Start small. Instead of saying, I'd like, say, I am. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a small change in vocabulary shifts it from being outside of your control and a nice idea to a declaration and something that you're committed to. And the difference is the action that's attached to that. You know, when you say I want or I wish, um, it's uh, external. It's it's still out there. It's not part of me. You know, 
gee, I wish I had a million dollars. Gee, I wish, you know, I had a Ferrari. Gee, you know, like I want, I want this status job or whatever. And, um, and when you say I will, or I am, you know, it, it, you know, it comes inside as, as your personal declaration. And that in itself shifts the energy dynamic, you know, to, one of a uh, much more certainty and and much more real um if you will than the wish you know we can all wish all day long um and not much is going to happen about that as as you said about your, your dreamer friends you know um mm-hmm. wishes are our dreams that just have no action um to them um but when we declare um i am the chief revenue officer for this, you know, not, I want to be, but I am, you know, then you start acting like it. You start sounding like it. And pretty soon people go like, yeah, she is, you know, she, she's, she's the rainmaker here. And, and, you know, so we start, we start shaping ourselves to that declaration as well. So Mm -hmm. that prepares us more by our declaration, by the language that we use, and and you and I often say, you know, be careful how you say things because words are energy put into motion. Yeah. You know, so when you when you declare something, you're actually starting the ball rolling. So I have I have a couple of pieces of homework um, for those of you who are listening. One of them is um, I just gave this to my employees this week. So uh, so it's, it's fresh in my mind. Um, and that is a letter of accomplishment. And a letter of accomplishment, um, there's there's a book called The Art of Possibility. And mm, in The Art of Possibility, they talk, they talk about giving yourself the A. So before you ever take the course, give yourself the A. And what that means is, and, and what I'd invite you to do today is to write a letter to yourself from yourself. And that letter is from one year from today. So it's whatever, 2023, January 2023, uh, February 2023. Make it February 2024 and date it. It's February whatever, 2024. And then say, dear whomever, and just say, you did it. You start off with, you did it. Yeah. And then you share, what did you do? You took that trip to Australia. You lived in California for a summer. You adopted that child. You have a 10 marriage now, and it feels amazing. Whatever it is, and then sign it yourself. This is a practice and declaration. It's also practice and dreaming. Mm-hmm. So, so that's something that Chris and I often offer as, as homework to our students. And I, I think it's a, a great way to start putting into words um, what you actually truly want. And then check in with yourself every month or so. Go back to that letter and start to X out or cross out when you accomplish those things. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is that by the end of the year, it'll all be marked off. It'll yeah. all be checked. You will have accomplished it. Yeah. I often coach my clients on doing a similar kind of thing, creating a a powerful context for their work such that, you know, even for a meeting, you know, such that you don't even need the agenda for the meeting. If you're holding the context of that meeting, what's our what are we here to do? You know, what are the accomplishments that if this is a good meeting, we will have accomplished this, this and this. And 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 so that rolls up into, you know, my, my focused being in that meeting is to, to create those results and those results alone. And that gives me a sense of, of a con a context for it. And what 
I love doing with the with the exec is going through that um, that process with them. And then the next call we have, I said, pull out the sheet that you said what you know your desired results were, and did you get that? Did you get that? And and literally they go down the list and say, oh my god, I did every one of those things without an agenda because I stayed on purpose. I stayed on context. So, so, you know, writing the, the, the letter of accomplishment um, is, is the same sort of thing. It's, it's shaping your vision shaping your context for the future and, um, and allowing yourself to just start walking down that path. Um, It's like, you know, my, my dad and my grandfather were both carpenters and, and you know what a chalk line is, you know, it's a, it's a thing, a piece of cord that's in a box. It's full of, of ground up chalk. And so you, you put it across the board and, and then you snap it and it makes a straight line. And, and so you can cut along the straight line and, and you never, you know, it, it doesn't look all wobbly and everything. You know, having a context, having a letter of accomplishment, having a declaration is snapping the, the, the line down the center of the board. And it makes it so much easier to follow the path. Mm-hmm. And and if you today are saying, okay, Candace, I'm not ready to do that yet. Um, I'm still I'm still taking baby steps here. Um, where where I'd close is with this. Mm-hmm. Start off with who you are. So, like, what are the values that that hold you steady every day? Um, and and like, I am an honest, open, loving leader and mother. Mm-hmm. I'm very clear on who I am, and that is my declaration every morning when I wake up. I'm an yeah. honest, open, loving leader and mother. And then when I when I have these considerations we've been talking about coming up to mm-hmm. me, I say, okay, before I respond, I'm just going to say, I am, I am. Mm-hmm. and then I'll know where to go. Yeah. And so, so I invite you just to say, who are you at your core? Pick a mm-hmm. word or two Yeah. Um, and start there. And that is, that is the most powerful declaration you can make each day. Yeah, it is. The two words I am are the most powerful two words in in English, in any language. It's, it's a statement of being. It's a pure statement of being. I am this. I am a powerful, passionate, unstoppable leader, you know, and, and I ground myself in that same sort of I am statement. But just so you know how powerful it is, go read the big book, you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the Bible, um, whatever version you want, you know, and it says at the very beginning, there's this nice little story about a guy who said, yeah, how do I know that they're ever going to follow me if I go in there? And you say, I am sent you. The most mm-hmm. important, powerful thing in the universe. I am sent you. Beingness, you know. So that's a great way to end. It's also a great way for you to start what you're doing. So thank you so much again. Um, I love having these conversations with you and um, we'll see you again next week. 